great to be with you guys tonight. Ruth basically just preached half of my, my message in her prayer, so I might as well just uh, go down and sit down. No, um, my message all tonight is a simple message, and it's literally um, trust. I've called it trust. There's no um, funny, um, quirky... Yeah, I can't even think of the word, um, but it's simple tonight, and it's all about trust. And um, when I think about the word trust, my youth um, days come into um, mind, and I think about the illustrations that we probably would have used back at, um, with the young people, um, the whole trust exercise where there's someone standing behind you and you've got to just lean back and trust them to catch you or when you're blindfolded and you've got to trust somebody to guide you in a certain place without knocking you over and um, it just made me think about why we use those um, kind of illustrations and it's it's because trust happens um, in the unknown, in the dark places. When you're blindfolded, you can't see where you're going, so you have to trust that person who's guiding you. Um, and it's easy to trust when we can see the way. It's easy to trust when everything's mapped out and is going well. Um, but it's when times are tough and times are hard, or maybe we're in a dark place where we really have to, that trust um, in God really has to come into fruition. And Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6, um, we half sung the verse tonight in this last song. Um, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. And it's just really tonight just to remind you not to lean on your own understanding. And that message, that um, song then, if we just dwell on even just that one word, that one line, that song, it says, lean not on my own understanding. My life is in the hands of the maker of heavens. heavens. And if we really, truly grasp and get a rev- new revelation of what that line is saying, that our, hand, our lives and our, just our futures and everything about our lives are in the hands of the maker of heavens of the heavens and if we really get a true revelation of that then trust will become so much easier and fears will just be able to um, fall off our lives um so life is full of seasons in the here in the UK in the natural we obviously have four seasons they're not quite defined these days and they're a bit messed up with when we actually get spring and summer and things aren't quite as strong. They're definitely not like they used to be uh, 20 years ago. The winters, I remember proper snow. And I'm, I'm only 30, so, um, but I remember real snow, like, um, we don't get it any, anymore, but we won't go into global warming. But you can still predict, predict the climate in the UK. You know that in summer, our country's going to be in bloom, and in winter, it's going to be a bit dark and cold. Um, and just like the four seasons that we live through year in, year out. Our life is full of seasons. And maybe you're in a certain season right now. Maybe you're in a, a summer season in your life right now where everything seems to be going great. Everything's in bloom. Everything's warm. And you can see where everything's going. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're in a winter season right now where everything feels dry and dark and just a bit barren. 
Um, but we can all trust God in whatever season we might be because he is the maker of heavens and he holds our lives in his hands. Maybe you might be going through a spring season right now where new things seem to be like bursting up in your life and you've got to trust that God has got the way um, for that and God has got a plan for those new things coming into your life, trusting God. Maybe you're going through an autumn season, all the leaves fall off in autumn. Maybe things have fallen off in your life right now and you're a bit like you've been stripped back. Trust God in those seasons because he always has a plan. So whatever it is that you're going through right now, trust that God has got um, an ultimate bigger plan than what we might imagine. And I've been through different seasons in my life, um, different changes um, in my life, becoming a wife, becoming a mother, um, seeing my occupation change, going through different seasons within church, um, people coming in and out of my life, times of hurt, times of joy, times of feeling dry, but then times of feeling um, fruitful, uh, times of feeling like alone and times of feeling surrounded. In every season, though, that I've been through, I've always felt and just really uh, undergirded that tr- uh, my life out of that trusting God and believing that as I take the steps of faith, of uncertainty, that God is right around the corner and he's directing my paths. Trusting him that he's guiding me no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I might be facing and no matter the uncertainty that I might want to do. So I just want to encourage you today, if you feel like, Um, you're in the dark of where you might be going or maybe you're just in a hard time right now no matter how certain your path might look or no matter where you feel like you God is being silent in your life God has a plan um, and it goes far beyond anything that we could ever ask or imagine and God sees the bigger picture he's the alpha and omega he's in every single one of our moments and you can trust him um, the Bible tells us that he, is, he who started a good work in you is faithful to complete it. So whatever dreams you might have in your heart, you might feel like they've got a bit barren right now, but trust that God is faithful to bring those to um, fruition. Um, and if you feel like you're coming to the end of an era right now, just trust in God because at the end of an era is never a completion of a destiny. The end of an era is never a completion of a destiny. Maybe you're coming to the end of a certain season in your life right now. Just know that it's not the end. God has got a new season and something amazing um, lined up for you. So whatever you have in your heart, stick at it. Stick at it. Don't give up. Keep trusting and be obedient what God has already placed in your hand right now. Be faithful with what he has um, put in your hand. And I just wanted to encourage you with my um, quick story, story of where I'm at right now um, because I've had to trust God through a time of, of dryness, of um, feeling, oh God, what's the next step of changing of seasons and just not really knowing what, the ne- what God has for me around the corner. Um, and about... I've had a desire to go to um, South Africa for a long time. I never really understood why I wanted to go there. I didn't really know what I wanted to see when I was out there. Um, but about two and a half years ago, I finally got the opportunity to be obedient to that desire and be able to go out there. And we we had a few connections with some people over there. And we, what, got, what we were able to see was just really got our hearts. Um, there's a church over there called Life Church, um, who our church has got 
um, connections with and we were able to go and see the work that they do in the townships in South Africa in Cape Town and um, it really got my heart at that that moment and um, so they Life Church run a, a charity called Life Child which a long story short I am now um, working for and being able to be the UK representative of that charity and really being able to um, push that forward over here in the UK but it came from a desire and that that heart that God had placed inside of me I was obedient to that and a few times down the road um, God basically opened a door for me to be able to now do what I'm doing today Um, and and I had to be obedient to that still small voice urging me to go otherwise I would not be in the position that I am today sometimes we have these still small voices as urgings and we think oh no there's no nothing can come about that but if we're obedient to that if we really believe that that is God speaking to us through his Holy Spirit when we're obedient to that then God opens amazing doors he works behind the scenes for us to open amazing doors for us so I just wanted to um, ask um, Ruth before I came if I could just share just a little bit about Life Child really and just to be um, to inspire you and if it's something that grasps your heart as well you can get involved but I just want to show a quick just three minute video about everything that Life Child do so just take so that's just a little bit about Life Child and um, the organisation that is there it's obviously educating and providing um, meals for orphaned and vulnerable children um, in those three places South Africa Cape, um, in Cape Town most and Beacon Malawi and um, I just want to just want to share you just a little story about one of the girls who's in one of the projects um, and then I'll move on but um, she's a young girl 12 years old um, and intro trafficking is a major thing in Africa basically if ch- if um, families can't afford to keep their children and um, they sometimes end up sen- um, selling them to either um, like extended family or to to people that they don't know for um, domestic chores or sometimes even um, sex savoury and it's a massive thing in um, especially Mozambique at the moment it's something that they're really facing Um, and Life Child found out about um, this family and that they'd found this child this 12 year old girl who had been um, trafficked um, somewhere else and they basically were able to talk to the family, get around that family, and just really persuade them that, listen, look, your child has got a great future. Bring her back, and we will educate her. We'll provide food for her, and we'll give her the opportunity. And they did that. This girl was then brought back. She's now in the school. She's now being um, taught. She gets... Um, uh, loads of educational support but she gets food and she's really supported and uh, she's really settled in well she's an intelligent and happy girl who has a dream to be a doctor and they, this girl would not have had that opportunity to even consider her dream if it wasn't for the education that they're providing and the intervention that Life Child were providing that this girl probably would have ended up just on the streets or or doing um, just a job that that was not fulfilling for her dream, but now she's got this opportunity um, to be a doctor, to be educated and to, to go for her dreams. And if you want to know more about Life Child, um, I'll speak to you afterwards. We, we do loads of different ways that people can get involved, like child sponsorship and 
uh, different um, opportunities. We're doing a mission next year. Hopefully this time next year we're taking a group of people from the UK. So um, if anyone wants to be involved, come and speak to me. I'll give you some more information. But really I just wanted to share it, share that story because this opportunity that I've now got has come out of a place where I had to really trust God with what he had for the future for me. And because I was obedient to that still small voice, like I said before, that God opened those doors and led me down a path that has put me out of my comfort zone, has put me into more of a place where I have to trust him even more. But it's on a journey that God has just opened doors and pushed me down paths I never knew that I would walk. And I just want to just put a slide up. I think this was on here. It says, we can trust an unknown future to a very known God. So if right now you are feeling you've got an unknown future, maybe it's a, situ- a certain situation, maybe it's um, a long-term goal, maybe it's dream, maybe it's just a confusion with something, but you, I just want to encourage you that you can trust an unknown future to a very known God. God knows your beginning and your end. He has every day marked out for you. And we can trust him in the unknown times. We can trust him in the good times. We can trust him in the heartache. We can trust him in the silence. We can trust him in the desert, in the darkness, in the lonely times. And we can trust him when we're surrounded. We can trust him in the fire. And I just wanted to bring um, just a quick, st- uh, the quick story of um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who trusted God in the fire, in the, in a hard time. And in Daniel three is where the story is, and it's uh, where K- King Nebuchadnezzar was the king, and he ruled. Um, and these three Jews had been deported um, into a foreign land after Judah, where they came from, had been conquered. And they were now in a a culture that worshipped idols, which was obviously foreign to what they believed. Uh, So the king had just decided to build a a 90-foot tall gold statue um, and was telling everybody that they had to bow down and worship this um, massive gold statue. Uh, But these guys refused to because they believed um, in the one true God. And out came some uh, astrologers who basically grasped on these Jews and um, told the king about the fact that they weren't bowing down to this um, idol. So the king summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and and asked him if they were true. And this is their response, which I think is so courageous. And it says... Um, in verse 16 of Daniel 3, it says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the idol of gold that you have set up. Set up. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they refused to, do, to bow down because of what they believed. And they even said that we trust our God, that if you throw us in the furnace, then we're going to survive. Our God is going to rescue us. But even if he does not, then we know that we will still not bow down to your idols. And this was such a courageous step of faith. And they made a courageous stand for God. They trusted him. That, and they believed that he, they would, he would save them. But even if he wouldn't, they would still go through that, that pain for their God because they trusted him in, in him so much. 
And what you might go through may be painful. It may not work out like um, we have planned, but God is faithful. And be faithful. I just want to just encourage you to be faithful regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what you might think is not working out right now. And I just, um, I read the other day... um, about Chris Koala from, I don't know if I said his name right, but um, from Jesus Culture, who, um, say again, Kalala, there you go, I probably still didn't say it right, Um, but he recently wrote a song called Miracles, I don't know if you've heard it on their new album, but um, they, that song came out of a moment where they lost their um, new, uh, newborn baby, I think he was born early and uh, stillborn, and even in, when things didn't work out the way that they wanted to, he, out of that song, out of that place, really believed that he had to write a song that declared that, God, I still believe that you are the God of miracles, no matter what my circumstances are. And he wrote this amazing song that, I believe that you are a God of miracles. And actually, the Desert Song um, has got a similar sort of story that we sang tonight. Um, I know that the writer of that went to something similar. I don't know the exact story. Um, but it just reminded me when we sung that. But um, this is just a quote that one of them, the Jesus Culture pe- um, people wrote, um, just out of the the whole album that they wrote. It says, "I think some of us, of us as Christians, have been in seasons where we felt those hard moments and fa- felt that faced those difficult things. And for us, it was just a making of the conscious choice of choosing God and choosing to press into Him and choosing to love Him and choosing to believe in Him and take Him at His word. He is who He says He is, and making that choice to move towards God when you feel hurt or feel angry or feel lost or feel hopeless is a real tough choice. It takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of courage. And that's one of the beautiful things about having a church family and community that work with you, walk with you through the fire and through those tough times. Um, and I just want to encourage it. There's always an eternal, eternal reason for the temporary trials that you might be facing right now. And these three guys, they could have very easily bowed down and just kind of pretended they weren't um, worshipping worshiping but they even though that they knew they could face a burning furnace they they knew they could um do that they still trusted and still took that stand of faith um and they were around each other they had friends um so I just want to encourage you to stand together get people around you who have got the same courageous faith as you because when you get friends around you who will stand with you in the fire it will give you courage it will give you faith to move forward um and then just put your trust in God don't put your trust in um, people. Don't put your destiny in the hands of other people. Um, these um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego could have put their trust in in this gold idol, and they could have um, gone through. And but Nebuchadnezzar trusted himself. He had ego. He had pride, and he put this gold statue up to to um, to kind of put his authority over the people um, and they could have bowed to that but they didn't they stood for firm and they put it put their trust in God and what happened after that they didn't look to, to anyone except their God they trusted him before they trusted the people that they were around and in verse 25 
after all this happened, uh, the king basically he, he decided to chuck him in the furnace. The, he ordered for the fire to be turned up seven times hotter than what it's used to. He took the strongest soldiers possible to tie them up. And even the soldiers who threw them in died um, while they threw in um, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego because the fire was so strong. And yet in ver- verse 25, it says, look, this is Nebuchadnezzar speaking, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unburned, unbound, and unharmed, and the fourth looks like the son of gods, of the gods. So they've been chucked in this furnace, totally tied up, yet they were unbound and unharmed because they trusted in God. And what happened after that, they saw, so um, Nebuchadnezzar was like, wow, what on earth is going on? And they let um, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego out. And he said, they saw the fire had not burned their bodies, nor a hair on their head had seen was singed their robes were not scorched and there was no smell of fire on them what an amazing miracle they were chucked into this um, fire out of any kind of natural um, means that they survived and they not only survived they weren't even singed they didn't even smell of fire that is the um, the mighty hand of God and he then goes on to say praise be to the God of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego who sent his angel and rescued his servants they trusted in him and defied the king's command and they were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any gods except their own Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their house be turned into piles of rubble, for no other God can save this way. Then king, the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. What a story. What a story of faith and what a story of trust and what a story of when we trust in God that he is faithful to deliver us. So I wonder how we would have responded in that situation. It kind of um, pushes us forward to think, oh, how audacious am I in my faith? How much am I standing up for God? How much am I doing to trust him? So what are you facing right now? And what what kind of level of trust are you placing in God? Are you trusting in him completely? Because he wants you to. You are his child. He wants the best for you. He wants to open amazing doors for you. He wants to um, be totally by your side. In whatever season you might be in, God's goal for you is to draw you closer to him as your father. And in Jeremiah, I'll close with this. Jeremiah 17, verse 7 to 8, it says, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought, and it never fails to bear fruit. Let me just pray for you all tonight. Father God, I just thank you that you are a faithful God, that no matter what situations we may be facing, no matter what season we may be in right now, that we can fully trust in you and have our confidence in you. And I thank you that you are faithful to the end, Lord God, that you are the beginning and the end, that you know our every desire, you know our every heart, Lord God, and you know every situation that we face, every struggle that we are in right now. And I just pray for every single person in this room right now, wherever they may be at with you, Father God, I just pray that you are a 
reveal your Father heart of God just to each one of them tonight, Father God, that they'll just have the confidence in you, that whatever they may be facing, that they will be able just to trust in you in every circumstance. And as they do that, I just pray that you'll open amazing doors for each and every one of them. Father God, that you'll just bless them mightily and that they will be like those trees planted by streams of river and that they will bear amazing fruit in their season right now, wherever that might be in, in their church life, in their community, in their work life, in their family life, in every area of their life, Lord God, that you'll bring them to fruition, Lord God, and whatever dreams and hearts desires, I just pray that we will fully trust in you and have our confidence in you, in Jesus' name. Amen.